I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. It is great to be with you today. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Uh, we are calling this just a, uh, a day of optimism and hope. Uh, new podcast. We just uh, interviewed Becky Bruce from uh, right here at KSL. A uh, new podcast coming out, uh, Hope in Darkness, a story of Josh Holt, and uh, just a really interesting thing that'll be coming out. Uh, you're going to want to download that podcast, put it on your list. Uh, get listening to that. That's going to be a, a great one, another great one uh, by KSL. Uh, so that's coming up. Uh, we've also uh, are keeping our eyes, all eyes, on Kennedy Space Center, Cape Canaveral, Florida. The countdown is on two hours, 56 minutes, 36 seconds away uh, from scheduled liftoff. And uh, it's an exciting one. The astronauts have arrived at the launch pad. They got a really hot ride uh, to drive out there. Very cool car. And uh, they are going to be uh, boarding there and taking their places. Again, hopefully the weather clears. Looks a little cloudy there right now. So hopefully that uh, cleans up a little bit. Uh, President Trump, vice president, is already down there. I've seen images of the vice president. And uh, I believe uh, President Trump will also scoot down there if all systems are a go in the next little bit. And uh, again, this will be the first uh, liftoff from American soil of astronauts since 2011. Uh, that's a big day. That's a cool thing. Uh, if you missed our earlier segment today, we uh, replayed some of my interview with the NASA administrator, Jim Bridenstine, former member of Congress uh, from Oklahoma. Great guy. Uh, got to know him well when I was back in Washington, D.C. I love his optimism and his perspective of space and what it can mean for the country and for the people. And so it's a very exciting uh, time. And uh, Lee Lonsberry is going to be your play-by-play guy today, uh, taking you all the way to 2.33 when the scheduled liftoff uh, hopefully will all take place and line up. Uh, so we'll continue to monitor that here on KSL News Radio. Uh, if you missed the show yesterday, uh, we were having this conversation. We were doing show prep. Uh, Kellyanne, uh, our Cracker Jack producer, and I were uh, having a conversation, and we were talking about some of the things that kind of bugged us. We were both a little bit uh, frustrated with this increasing chasm between the behavior we should expect out of our elected officials, the the lofty rhetoric we often hear in political speech, and the reality of what we often get, which is nowhere close <laughs> to what we should expect or what we hear. And uh, Kellyanne uh, paused at, at one moment, and she said, you know, my teacher always told me that integrity is what you do with your chewing gum when no one is looking. So let's think about that for a minute. I think that is the lesson of the day. We're going to call this segment Chewing Gum, Sticky Situations, and the Inescapable Bond of Trust. That's where we're going here. So let's go back. Uh, Looking under the lunchroom counter in the cafeteria or uh, under the table at a local restaurant, uh, a lot of folks have failed the test of what do you do with your chewing gum when no one is looking? 
Uh, and I get equally bothered uh, by those who just toss their gum into the trash can without putting it into a wrapper or a tissue or a piece of paper or something. They just toss it in. So then whoever has to empty said trash can has to deal with all the mess. Uh, or we've all had that joyful experience of walking on the sidewalk and stepping on somebody's gum. Uh, and so to me, again, what do you do with your chewing gum when nobody's looking? To me, the, the chewer who puts it underneath the counter or under the chair or tosses it on the ground or just throws it in without any covering, uh, that's compromising this principle. Uh, it's, it's the path of least resistance. Now, I'm, I'm sure some of you that are listening are thinking, okay, Boyd, where are you taking me with this thing? <laughs> some may question the chewing gum test. Uh, but I'm here to tell you today, life is filled with sticky situations. And I will say this, most integrity testing and character cracking circumstances happen in private moments, far away from public view. And that's why it's a test. Doing what is right when no one is looking is the ultimate test of integrity, of character, and it reveals a lot about individuals it reveals a lot about institutions in terms of what they allow or permit to happen when no one is looking. And so here we are in an election year. Election year, we always tend to get more discourse about uh, in the integrity of elected officials, the character of candidates. Uh, both political parties uh, often try to claim the moral high ground uh, for anyone who would you know, be running on their ticket. But the reality, the reality, the important reality is that the moral high ground is not space that is owned by any political ideology. I'm going to repeat that. <laughs> the moral high ground, nobody owns that. Democrats don't own that. Republicans don't own that. The high ground is a space that can only be occupied by those who earn it. It can't be claimed. It can't be controlled by declaration. It can't be passed on by birthright. Real, authentic high ground is occupied only only by those who are willing to live that particular principle one day at a time. It's a one day at a time, every day at a time kind of thing. And throughout history, we, we've seen this movie play over so many times. We've seen seemingly great men and great women who've been exposed as less than noble, less than genuine, sometimes even less than human when presented with power, with influence, with fame, or, or faced with a really challenging, testing, moral moment. And the reverse is also true. We've seen seemingly ordinary women and men, when thrust into the most sticky of situations or provided a compromised path to success or prominence, we've seen those people rise up to extraordinary heights of courage, of character. In his very first inaugural address, 1789, George Washington said he hoped that the foundation of our national policy will be laid in the pure and immutable principles of private morality. He called on free government, get this, to exemplify the attributes that will make its citizens proud and command the respect of the world. So the kind of public and private morality that Washington called for in our nation's leaders, be clear, it did not require them to be perfect. There are no perfect leaders. But what 
George Washington was calling for was integrity and to be congruent regardless of the situation, to live up to the principles you you profess. Now, in in both politics and in business settings, uh, I've observed those who were incongruent. I saw the leader who appeared to be very kind and caring when in public uh, or with customers or voters or clients. But privately, they were tyrants who berated and demeaned their subordinates. I've seen some blistering tongue lashings delivered by members of Congress that were wildly inappropriate. I've also witnessed those that in an interview with the media, they projected this persona that they were this refined diplomat or statesman. uh, And yet when they were away from the cameras, they were crass, they were crude, they were profane. Uh, Likewise, I've experienced elected leaders who who often spoke of openness and transparency in public, but regularly retreated to the back rooms where the deals were done based on political expedience rather than good public policy. And so when you watch how a person treats both other people and how they treat the truth, especially when they're in a position of power, it it tells you a lot about what's deep inside that person and what they will likely do under pressure in a sticky situation when no one is looking. Now, public service is just filled with pressure. Uh, The question will be whether our elected officials demonstrate the integrity, morality, and character in public discourse as well as in those private moments. And I said this before, there are no perfect politicians. There are no perfect leaders. There are no perfect people. All of us fall short. All of us fall short. So each of us have to look in the mirror and ask some pretty uncomfortable questions from time to time about who we are as individuals, who we are as citizens. Are we congruent? Do we do what is right when no one is looking? Are we willing to do the right thing without question, without pause? And I'm convinced the answer to those questions will ultimately determine and display to the world what matters to us individually and what it means to be an American. Uh, Gordon B. Hinckley on the uh, Larry King show back in the late 1990s, he posited it this way. He said, is it asking too much of our public servants to not only make of this nation the greatest nation on earth politically, militarily, but also to give moral leadership to the world? Uh, I believe there's an inescapable trust of leadership. I believe that matters. I believe that candidates for office from both of the major political parties are asking voters to trust them. And that is not an insignificant ask. So we can't let lack of transparency, arrogance, even dishonesty create more of a gaping hole of trust between the public and our elected officials because the hole in that fabric will ultimately unravel the nation. And so we've got to keep on the right path on this thing. If we accept the notion that trust and character are from a bygone era or shouldn't be applied to leaders today, uh, that's going to put a lot of cracks in the foundation of this nation. It never ends well. Societies that crumble usually do so from within, and it's one piece of integrity, one piece of character-flavored chewing gum at a time. So the chewing gum question still remains. What do you do with your chewing gum when no one is listening? Because sticky situations will always be present individually, to our leaders, 
to businesses, to organizations, to government, and they're always presented when no one is looking. Trust. Trust is the inescapable inescapable virtue of both leadership and citizenship. So think about that today. Chewing gum, (laughs) sticky situations, and the inescapable bond and responsibility of trust. What do you do? We're going to step aside. When we come back, you are going to learn about real 2020 vision from someone who has no sight. One of our extraordinary graduates of 2020 is next on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.